Hey everyone, welcome to Heady Girl Pod, a podcast where sharing what I wish I knew earlier helps us get out of our heads, take up space, and breathe just a little bit easier. I'm your host, Jennifer, and that's what I'll ease. And in this episode, we're talking about like or love. I have no opening story or small talk. (laughs) Just a question. Do you believe in love? Long pause so you could think about it. So, do you believe in it, love? If we were sitting across from each other right now, my next question would be, then how do you define it? Or what does it mean to you? Or what does it look like for you? Because maybe you say, yes, you believe in it, but what you call love is not at all what I meant when I asked the question. Or maybe it's close, but... Not 100%. I have a friend that does that very well. She confirms what we're talking about. Whatever concept is the focus of discussion, she wants us to define it, or at least look up the word to make sure we're talking about and thinking about the same thing. So I looked it up before I came on here. Webster Dictionary says, love is a strong affection for another person arising out of kinship or personal ties. The example given, maternal love. Or it also says it's an affection based on admiration or common interests. The example given, love of his old schoolmates. Or it also says it's the object of attachment or admiration. The example given, Baseball was his first love. Do you see what I mean? None of those examples is what I was thinking about when I asked that question. Do you believe in love? So it's confirmation. Don't assume. Make sure you're talking about the same things, people. (laughs) Because with those three definitions and examples, why wouldn't we believe in love? The overwhelming, unexplainable love a parent has for the little human that they created I get it. I don't have kids, but I get it. And yes, I also believe in the love of favorite things and favorite people. I love those things too. So I guess, to clarify, I'm talking about romantic love here. The big romantic love. But even that can be further clarified to make sure we're talking about the same thing, or at least in the same way. When you think of love, is it the feelings and emotions often associated with romance, whatever romance means to you, because that's a whole other topic, or do you think of the practical union, partnership, lifing together, maybe marriage or commitment of that union? That reminds me of a popular wedding Bible verse, love does not boast, it's not envious, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? Not the emotions of love, but the attributes and the character of love. Is love both emotions and attributes? Sure, it can be. But I don't think everyone thinks about both when they're talking about or when they're thinking about or when they're looking for love. I do think that some might focus on one or the other. Or maybe they do think of both. But with time, things change, 
and one becomes a focus. Jennifer, where is this topic coming from? Oh yeah, right. Well, in a couple of weeks, I'm officiating my friend's wedding vow renewal. I'm so happy for them. 25 years. And I love watching them together. Their oneness has always been something that I admired. This isn't my first time doing a wedding. Years ago, I did my cousin's wedding and it was an honor to be able to stand in front of them on their very special day. So working on this renewal ceremony stuff just got me thinking about love. Weddings too, but more specifically love. I asked my friend, after 25 years, what would be your advice for other couples? Granted, in hindsight, the question does sound like I'm asking, how do you make a marriage work? Which then, yes, I can appreciate more so her response. Prepare and learn how to have the conversations and the guidance before you get married. (laughs) Talk about how to communicate, how to talk budgets, how to resolve conflict. I mean, I 100% appreciate the response. And if you're getting married or if you're young in marriage, take the advice if you need, I guess. But when I left the conversation, I realized I was missing something. Like I wanted to hear something specific. But now I'm realizing it's because I didn't ask the question right. Honestly, I still don't know what question to ask to get a sense of the response I was looking for. But I'll just tell you what was missing for me. It was something, anything about enjoying each other. I don't know why I was needing to hear it or something along the lines related to it. So I came here to process. And I don't know if I think that a deep enjoyment of another person defines romantic love. I'm not necessarily saying that. But for me, it's part of the love definition. I'm saying that it's necessary, the enjoyment of the other person. I'm also not saying that there aren't going to be seasons of shifts and changes and tension between people. No matter how much time changes things, I do think that enjoyment of each other needs to be at all stages, though. The beginning, the middle, and the end. Does that sound childish? Eh, I don't know, maybe. But also maybe that's where it's coming from. What my childhood saw about love and marriage growing up. Culturally, I grew up and saw people who took care of each other to show and express love. Maybe you've heard something like, I put a roof over your head, or I feed you, or I insert whatever protective responsibility here. (laughs) I mean, culturally, feminine love is giving and doing. Masculine love is providing and protecting. And that's beautiful. And I get it. And it's needed. Both of them, I mean, it's both needed. But I don't remember people enjoying each other. Did they? Maybe. I just don't remember seeing it a lot. I, I want to be enjoyed. (laughs) Well, Jennifer, maybe they did in the beginning, but then adulting happened, life happened. Which is fair. I get that too. But again, that's why I'm saying I think It, the enjoyment of each other, is needed in all stages. Because I don't know if I can deal with enjoying you when life is easy or maybe easier 
But when life is lifing, we don't have the time or the energy or even the desire to genuinely enjoy each other's presence. Did we ever? I don't know. Maybe we did. I had a conversation with someone recently who was talking about relationships and their past experiences. They were doing their own processing out loud and wondering, of course that person loved me. They took care of me. That's how they showed it. And I think that struck me because I thought to myself, well, yes, some people do show love in that way, right? Like I described culturally, or even I've talked about before on here, love languages, and maybe providing for someone is a form of the acts of service love language. But I think that thought struck me more so because it felt like something else I've said on here a couple episodes ago about the Christmas gifts. I do not want to be a task. I do not want to feel like I am an obligation to somebody. Or at the least, I don't want to feel like that's the only way that love will be expressed to me in our time together. Right? I grew up in that. Being brought into this world and being taken care of because that's the responsibility people were given over me. Do for me, provide for me. But looking back, I don't know if I can truly say that I think I was enjoyed. Not that I didn't enjoy, but that I was enjoyed. Well, I am unlocking some things here. I'm not saying people didn't love me. I'm grateful for being taken care of and provided for. Being a kid wasn't the best experience, but I know I did not have it the worst either. So again, grateful. But for this topic of love, yes, I was provided for, but I don't know if people knew me enough to enjoy me. I was loved, yes. But honestly, I don't know if people who loved me knew me enough to like me. And now I think because of that, my view of love requires enjoying each other. My view of love requires being liked more than being loved. Whoa, (laughs) does that make sense? I know that doesn't really sound romantic, being liked more than loved, but the way it's making sense in my head, it actually sounds very romantic. I like you so much that I love you. Or maybe I love you so much that I like you. I don't know. I can't tell if those two things mean the same thing or not. But then we go back to my question. Do you believe in love? I guess you have to define what it looks like for you first. What's included in your version of a love package? And then I guess some more. The question isn't really, do you believe in it? But if you're partnered with somebody right now, do you believe you have the version of love that you want, that you need? And if you're not partnered with somebody right now, it turns on whether you think you will have the version you want or need someday. There's no right or wrong answer here. We're just processing out loud. So yeah, that's what I wish I knew earlier. The dictionary is boring. Define love for yourself. And hopefully, 
now you know it sooner. Well, that's it for our episode today. Thanks so much for listening in. Be sure to follow, and if you haven't already, find me on Instagram or SpeakPipe at Hetty Girl Pod to say hi, send in a question, or share something you wish you knew earlier. Until next time, I hope you find many moments to breathe deep and take up space. Bye.